Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, that was all right for me, but hallelujah to the King of kings and Lord of lords. Can we raise a praise of hallelujah in the house on tonight? Praise God. We thank God for the spirit of the Lord that is in our midst on today. I certainly want to begin by honoring the vessels of this house. God bless you, Pastor Scott and Lady Kathy. Thank you so much for the open invitation to come back again. But honestly, I was going to be on the doorsteps if they didn't let me in. I was. I was going to be. But I thank God for the opportunity to minister. I honor the Lord. I certainly come with the blessings of my husband, Pastor Larry Cossie. Thank God for the opportunity to share the Lord's word on tonight. And I came tonight, and I want you to join in with me with the spirit of worship. Because God is doing something so very real in our country right now. And the word of the Lord spoke to me earlier in the month to remind me that a lot of what is going to take place in our atmosphere is going to come through worship. It is. It's coming through worship. And so for those of you that are in the house, it's the, the Bible says that we're to worship in spirit and in truth. And we want to do that with all we do. We want to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. And so thank you again for the invitation to be here. Those of you that can stand on your feet, certainly our mother, our mothers, we're in our church, they're mothers, but the young at heart here, you're welcome to be seated during this portion. But if you can stand on your feet tonight. I want you to stand. I've called Minister Mike earlier today with a request. God bless you, man of God, and this awesome uh, ministerial team here, music team here, because I want us to sing a song that relates to the message that I'll be delivering to you on tonight. But I want you to not to sing it to look to the left or to the right. I want you to sing it with an understanding of the words of what you're saying tonight. And the song is a very familiar one, holy, 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 because God is coming back for a holy church. He is a holy church. There's a lot of churches out there right now, a lot of them. But my word that I read daily, every day, tells me that God is coming back for a holy church. And so for the next few minutes, we want to invite him into the word on tonight. So I'm going to ask you to sing along with me as I sing this song. And then we'll pray and we'll go right into the word of God. It says, holy, holy, Holy Lord God Almighty, early in the morning our souls shall rise to Thee. Come on, one more time. Holy, 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 merciful, El and mighty, God in three persons, blessed Trinity. Let's sing the first stanza again. Oh, we call him holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. Early in the morning, our song shall rise. 
So, Father, we thank you for your presence on tonight, God. We thank you, God, that you are in our midst on today. Father, we thank you for your word declares that this is the day that you have made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Father, we thank you for your word that will go forth on tonight, God. Father, I pray that the meditations of my heart will be acceptable in your sight, God, because you are my strength and you are my redeemer, God. Father, I pray that this word will fall on good ground, bring forth much fruit, and that fruit will remain. Father, have your way in our midst on tonight. Father, as I decrease and Holy Spirit, you increase. Go before your word today, God, that your people will be edified, but above all, God, you be magnified. Because, Father, it's in you that we live, we move, and we have our being. Have your way tonight, Holy Spirit. God, do that that only you're able to do, God. God, break up the fatal grounds. God, loose the bands of wickedness, God. Set the captives free, God. Heal as only you can heal, God. Save as only you can save, God. Because you are the Lord, strong and mighty, God. You're the Lord, mighty in battle, God. Have your way in our midst tonight, God. Father, we came with expectations for you and you alone, God. We didn't come looking for to the left or to the right, God. But we come with our hands lifted saying, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer tonight, God. God, some of these tonight, God, they need you to move for them, God. God, some of them backs are against the wall, God. And if you don't come through for them, God, God, move tonight, God. God, don't let them throw in their confidence. Don't let them throw in their confidence, God, because it has a great reward. Yes, it does. So, God, we ask tonight, God, that you would build these, your people up, God. Build them up in your word, God. Build them up on their most holy faith, God, that, God, they'll trust your word against anything else, God. Because nothing is going to stand but your word, God. Because my Bible tells me that the grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of God is going to stand forever, God. God, help us to be reminded tonight, God, that we can't put our trust in anything else, God. God, remind us tonight that it's not a Democrat or Republic thing, God. Remind us tonight that it's not a black or a white thing. It's not a red or a blue thing. God, it's about you, God. We need you, God. It's never before, God. This country needs you, God. This country needs you, God. God, we repent of our sins, God. We repent from turning our backs on you, God. We repent from taking you out the schools, God. We repent from taking you out the courtroom, God. We repent from taking you out of our houses too, God. God, come tonight, God. Fill our cups to the overflow, God. Everybody lift your hand up like a cup. Lift your hand like a cup. Lift your hand like a cup. God, fill our cups to the overflow tonight, God. To the overflow tonight, God. Fill our cups with your presence and your power, God. Fill our cups, God. God, don't let us leave the same. We don't want to leave the same, God. God, we'll do like Jacob did with the angel, God. We won't let you go till you bless us, God. Bless us with your presence and bless us with your power and bless us with your anointing and bless us with your knowledge, God. 
God, don't let our confidence be anywhere else but you, God. God, help us to opt in for the Holy Ghost. We opted in for a lot of stuff, God. But help us to opt in for the Holy Ghost. Because, God, we need it in the days we're living in, God. This is perilous times, God. And your people need you, God. Help us to anchor in your word on today, God. Anchor in your word as never before. God, we thank you, Father, for your love that never runs out and it never gives up, God. We thank you tonight for being who you are. You're Rose of Sharon. You're Lily of the Valley. You're the chief cornerstone. You're the great I am that I am. You're the way making miracle worker. You're the promise keeper, God. Yes, you are, God. You are a prince of peace, God. When the pressures of this life press in on us, God, your peace you give to us, God. So, God, we thank you tonight. Have your way in this word tonight, God. And, God, as your people come down to this altar tonight, God, we coming down, God, to kneel for no other reason, God, after the end of this word tonight, God. God, but for the overflow, God, that you said you're going to do in this house, God. For the souls you're saving in this house, God. For the wayward children that's coming home in this house, God. For the marriages you're restoring in this house, God. For the finances you're blessing in this house, God. For the bodies that are being healed in this house, God. Because you said so. And Father, you said it and you'll bring it to pass. So God, watch over your words that it might not fall on deaf ear. God, give us an ear to hear and our eyes to see what the Spirit of the Lord will speak in this house on tonight. Have your way, Holy Ghost. In Jesus' powerful name and all the people of God, raise your hallelujah up in this house tonight. Hallelujah! 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 Oh, I feel the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. I feel Jesus. I feel Jesus. I feel Jesus in this place. And my soul does burn within me I feel Jesus in this place God bless you you may be seated praise God hallelujah praise God I want to just encourage you for a few minutes I won't be before you long I want to encourage you today that God is calling for us to opt in into the Holy Spirit. Opt into holiness. Holiness is not one of those things that we hear a lot of now because um, if you look at social media right now, or you look at um, any of the social platforms, um, there's a lot of going on on the social media settings, but a lot, very little of it points or reflects toward the Lord. And let me say this. There have been times where we've seen it where they have pointed toward Jesus on one hand, but on the other hand, they're pointing toward something different. I stop by tonight to encourage all of you tonight to opt in to holiness. I want everybody to say, I'm opting in for holiness. 
And see, holiness is not one of those things that's preached a lot nowadays because uh, the generation that we're living in now, they, they're looking for other things. The holiness, they're, they're saying, Pastor, is the old way. That's the, that's the old way that they did it. Well, I want you to know that it kept my mom and my daddy, my grandmother and my great-grandmother, and it's still keeping today. We have to choose to live a life of holiness. We got to choose to do it God's way. Do you know that living a holy life is the very DNA of Christ? Yes, it is. It's the very DNA of Christ. And so if we're created in his image and in his likeness, then you too should have a DNA of holiness. And so you're saying, well, you know, we, we hear this holiness thing, this purity, this, we, we get all of that. But I want you to know that there's power in holiness. I grew up and um, I've been in deliverance ministry all my life. I joined uh, a church at the age of four years old, and it was a deliverance church. And in that church, at a young age, we saw a lot. We, we saw ladies of the night come in because where the church is in Houston, um, it's in Fifth Ward, Texas. And Fifth Ward is the inner city, and it's known as the Bloody Fifth. So um, there's Briscoe's Club was on one side of the church, and Black Cats was on the other side of the church. And I don't have to tell you what type of events though, uh, took place in those places, but here we are some 60-some years later, and both of those are gone, but the church is still standing. Because my dad, Bishop Raleigh Kasi, the Lord told him to go to Fifth Ward and don't let anything melt or pour him out of Fifth Ward, Texas. Now, it wasn't popular. Who wants to go to church and see someone drunk come through the back door or a lady not dressed the way she probably should be in the sanctuary? But those are all the things that we saw growing up. But you know what? I'm so glad that I was exposed to all of that at a young age because when, we, when I have fast forward and look at the world that we're living in right now, you're just seeing it all over again. But what it lets me know is, is that deliverance was real back then and deliverance is real right now. It is. And so when we talk about holiness, the reason I'm bringing this word to this house, uh, Pastor Scott and Lady Kathy, um, the Lord began to deal with me about this church. Um, I begin to ask the Lord, well, why, what's the connection there, Lord? How did I end up connecting in Silsby, Texas, Sperger, Kuntz, Fred, Buna, all y'all names up here. Lord, how did I end up here um, uh, uh, to connect in such a beautiful way? And I thank God because the Lord began to speak to me to remind me that right in this area, the Lord began to show me in the spirit realm the territory around this church. And there's a lot of people around the church that need deliverance, if I can say it that way. And so when we talk about holiness, we got to be built up in holiness because when they come through the back door and they don't look the way you think they look, smell the way you think they smell, dress the way you think they dress, you still got to love them. Because all souls, my dad, Bishop Raleigh Kasi used to tell us, belong to the Lord. It belongs to the Lord. And so when we talk about holiness tonight for a few minutes, I want you to do a self-check. I don't want you looking at your mother, husband, friend, whoever brought you to this assembly here tonight. I want you to make this an individual thing for you and say, Lord, what is it that I can do 
to live a life that's pleasing in your sight. And listen, maybe you've gotten it right in a whole lot of areas, but there's this one area, but that's the area we take into the Lord. Because those areas where we struggle, and you're looking at someone who struggled. I'm not up here singing a song like I've not had a struggle. The Lord has had to deliver me from some stuff and from my own self. Because for so long, I walked in unforgiveness from things that I'd done that I knew the Lord wasn't pleased with, nor my parents. But I did it. And it took me so long to forgive myself. I want you to know when you go to your heavenly father, he loves you. You go to him with an earnest heart of repentance towards him. He forgives you. He does. And so we have to learn to pick ourselves up and move forward. But what God is looking for in this last day hour is the word that I want you to grab tonight. Holiness. God is coming back for a holy church. And if you caught up with social media, listen, I'm not knocking social media. It has its good works. But a lot of what we see in this generation is all about me. We do more selfies. We take pictures of our food. We won't take pictures of the grass, the flowers in the yard. We want, it is nothing wrong with that. What I'm encouraging you to do is if you're going to use your social media platform, use it to point somebody to Christ. Do, if you turn your news on, which I don't really watch the news, people of God, because it gets so depressing to my inner man. But if you watch the news for the first few minutes, the, what I've learned from a friend of mine, Isaiah Carey, who works for Fox 26 News in Houston, Isaiah told me that they're rated. So the first eight minutes of the news, they got to tell you all the, the bad stuff. It's got to be so sensationalized. And the gunman ran down the street, and he, he car bumped into it's, But it's all this sad, sad stuff that they give you. All of that is true, people of God. It's going on in the world. But you have nothing to fear because a thousand are fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right hand, but it will not come nigh thee. But God calling for some holy people. It's conditional. What God doesn't want is the lukewarm living. God don't want you over here today, on this side today, and then tomorrow you over here. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary. And then on Monday night, you over here with a whole different demeanor about your lifestyle. And listen, if you can't say amen, just say ouch. But guess what? When the word hits me, I just tell God, help me do better, God. Oh, yes, I do. When that word hit, Lady Rhonda, I could be sitting right, and my husband could be preaching out, looking out below. Now, I know he's not talking about me up on this pulpit. I know he's not bringing my wise pastor on this pulpit talking about me. But 90% of the time, I don't know what he's going to preach. But see, the Holy Ghost knows what's in the house. Oh, yes, it does. And it knows what needs. So there are times I'll be sitting there going, now, how he know I act like that yesterday? I didn't tell him I did that. Because what I want you to know is God is real. When you show up here, God is not a figment of your imagination. He's real. Real. He's a deliverer. He's a protector. He's a keeper. 
I told the ladies on the way here, I was leaving out of the house, Lady Kathy, Thursday morning headed to my appointment. And right as I was stepping out the back door, the Holy Spirit unctioned me to pray for protection for me. And so I started saying, okay, for just a second, fear tried to set in. And I began to bind the enemy. I said, Satan, you're a liar. The blood of Jesus prevails against you. I stay your hand against me. I begin to just bind the enemy. So about 15 minutes later, I'm on the freeway, and I'm driving up 59 freeway, and I'm on the, the fast lane because, yes, I drive fast. So I'm in the fast lane. Wait, wait, wait. Let the church say amen. Hold on. Wait. Let me preach my own. I tell the people. I tell the people. Yes, I drive fast. So I'm in this lane. I want y'all to know how real God is. That's why I want you to learn to live a holy lifestyle. So when you call his name, he knows your voice. He responds quickly. The angels move according to the word of God. So I'm on the freeway, and this truck is next to me, an 18-wheeler, and there's a truck in the front of all of a sudden a ladder comes off the back of the truck. And my heart just cringed because I said, God, this 18-wheeler is getting ready to come over on me to miss this ladder. And no sooner than I thought it, the 18-wheeler, I'm so much in his mirror. Am I moving too much, Lady Gina? Okay. I'm so much in his mirror that he and I saw eye contact in his mirror. And I just had, I sure, sure the glare of fear in my face. So he was coming over to miss the ladder off the back of the truck, saw me, swerved back, hit the ladder. The ladder pops up and was coming straight into my windshield, right into the windshield of my car. And all I had time to do was say, Jesus, son of God, have mercy on me. That's all I could say. All I know is at some point the ladder just went pop on the ground. It touched the front of my truck where it should have come through my windshield. It literally touched the front of my truck. So when I got home, I was... I, I was showing Pastor Larry the scratch on the front of the truck, and I began to think about how quick the Lord responds to us, how he's a, he's a quick God. He, he moves. He said, I'll never leave nor forsake you. He's a quick God. You can call on him for anything because the Bible says that his ear is inclined to hear the cries of his children. And so just at that instance, I said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Because I didn't know if it was coming through the window. I didn't know. But what I did know is I wanted Jesus to be in the midst of where I was. Because no matter what happened after that point, I was going to be all right because Jesus was with me. And so I come out with a little scratch on the front of the truck, which didn't matter to me. Because I thank God for sparing my life because it could have been very different for me. And I begin to think about how important it is to have a relationship with God. People of God, it is time out for religion. Listen, I'm not knocking religion. I'm telling you to get a relationship with God. It's got to be deeper than you coming to church on Sundays. See, the devil don't mind you coming to church on Sundays. He just don't want you to live holy on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. That's what he don't want. He don't mind. He don't mind you driving the nice vehicles and living in the nice neighborhoods. He just don't want you to live holy. Because when you're living a holy lifestyle, you can back that joker up. Yes, you can. You can back him up. 
People tell me all the time, you're just so bold to war with the devil. I said, because I know the authority of the king of kings and lord of lords. And that same power, he said, I give unto you. And the same so for his people with conditions of holiness. So God is not looking for people of power and might. He's looking for people of purity and holiness. Holiness make you think like God. Uh, the day of revelation of the mystery of holiness is shown to you the day you, your mind, uh, you set your mind on the things of above and not of this world. We got a lot of thinking going on right now. But people of God, it's some stinking thinking going on right now. There really is. Have you ever seen in the history of our country, just think about it, and if there's any doctors or nurses in this room, I salute you tonight for the work that you do, the service that you do. But have you ever seen a time in our country where mental illness has been as bad as it is now? I'm talking about the enemy has come against the people of uh, my, people's mind, that people are doing things you never even imagined. So just recently on my uh, prayer line that I have open to for people to send in prayer requests, I got a request for a family in Cleveland, Texas. You probably saw it in the news where five people were shot, all of them in their heads. Where, who thinks to do that, people of God? The demonic presence of the enemy is real, but God has not given us the spirit of fear. He has not. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but you got to be holy. If you're going to back the enemy up, he got to know you packing something. You, you got to know you're packing something because you can't back him up with your words. I, I, can, I can fight him as much as I want and say as much as Lady Rhonda want to say, but my words have no power. That's why I tell the women of God to get, learn this book right here. This was going to back the enemy up off of you because this is a live, active doctor. The, the Bible says that it's sharper than any two-edged sword, any piercing and dividing. This is what you need in your life. So when I ask you to opt in for the Holy Ghost, see, we're opting in for a lot. We'll go online and we're opting in to get messages about a particular dress that we like and a particular store we like to shop. We'll opt in to be a part of a book club and may or may not ever read that book, but we opt in. We'll opt in to be a part of something that we really don't want to be in, but because my grandmama did it, I'm going to do it too. We'll opt in for a lot of stuff. We'll opt in for generational things that have taken place in our families down through the years, but we won't opt in for holiness and God is calling for holy people if there's ever a time your light needs to shine of holiness it's now this world is a dying world perilous times we're living in but we have nothing to fear but it's conditional and so when we talk about holiness there's a power that comes with that there's an identity. Power is one of the identities of holiness. You read in the Bible where they, the word says that you shall lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Well, you can't live out of any kind of way and do that. You can't. Well, people think that. People think they can live any kind of way and then lay hands on the sick and they're going to recover. They're not. I just want to stop by to be honest with you. They're not. But when you live a life of holiness, it opens the door for so much in your life for you. Now, listen, 
people have teased me my whole life. I, they've said, oh, that's, she's saved and sanctified and Holy Ghost filled and water baptized. They speak in tongues. You're right, I'm doing all of that. Because when I go into my prayer language, the devil don't know what I'm saying. It's between me and the Lord. And so you got to get a prayer language. You got to get something to hold you. So when the cares of life, because they coming, many of the afflictions of the righteous, but they're coming. But God wants to encourage you that a holy lifestyle will cause you to walk in victory in so many areas of your life. Victory in your marriage. Because then you'll honor your marriage the way you're supposed to. Have y'all noticed? If you haven't noticed, you can read up on it. The highest divorce rate now is in the church. In the church is what I said to myself as I read that. Where the people of God know to do better, God is a covenant keeping God. He's a covenant God. And marriage is a covenant. So when you don't honor your marriage, speak Holy Ghost, when you don't honor your marriage, then you're not honoring the covenant keeping God. Because what he calls good, we call good. And what he calls evil, we call evil. When we talk about holiness, I want to talk to the mothers in here for a minute. I'm almost done. There's this big thing going on this month in our country, and they think it's cute, and they kind of stole the rainbow from the Lord, but every devil is a lie. Parents, homosexuality and lesbian, it's real, and it's not cute, and it's not something you want to participate in with your children. You, you want a war against that because that's not a lifestyle that you want your children caught up in anyway. And so I want to encourage you this month as they are trying to slide it in on you. They, they'll sidebar in. Target's to make it real cute with a Starbucks cup on it now this month. You, you, got, you get your Starbucks cup at Target's with, with, with the rainbow on it. There are just some places and spaces in holiness that you can't support. Now, listen, I'm not against Target. I love Target. Yeah, I call it Target. But it's some things I'm not supporting. Especially not with my money, because the Lord is my source. So why would I take the Lord's money and put it over into a ground where it's not a fertile ground there? And so we got to be smart about that. I want y'all to watch the things y'all let y'all children wear. Do y'all know that astrology, all of that, that's witchcraft? Read it. Read it. Yeah, I see the looks on the face. Read it. It is. So I was in Target, yes, true story. And so Riley comes up to me and she goes, oh, I like this shirt. This is a cute shirt to wear with my jeans. And I said, oh, this color is blue. And she turned it around and it had a sign or whatever, her sign or whatever it is. And I said, mm, you can put that back on the shelf. She's like, but it's cute, mama. I said, it is. But you won't wear that. You won't parade that around. I said, because it doesn't represent the God that we serve. And sometimes people just... Um, they perish because of the lack of knowledge. So when there are things that you don't know, that's why God's giving you gifted leaders so that you can go and ask the questions. But listen, parents, sometimes we're going to have to take a stand with our children, and you can't be your child friend. You just cannot. So when my child in New Orleans, those of you on the prayer line have already heard this, when she decided she wanted to do whatever she wanted to do, 
Well, I knew the prophetic word that my dad, Bishop Royal Ecosse, had spoke over this child. So when she got to Xavier University in New Orleans, she decided to be who she wanted. And she said, I want to be free to be me. Y'all took me to church Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and three times on Sundays. I want to be free. And what I did was I held on to the promises of God. I just held on to the promises of God because I knew at some point the word of God was going to show up for the promises that he had made me for that child. Oh, yes, it is. So those of you in here that have children that you may have, they, they, there may be challenges in their lives, I want you to be moms and dads that encourage them, love them, uplift them, listen to them. But most of all, pray over them. Because on the days when I would look at her location and see that she was in them, in them streets, I know that's not proper etiquette, but in them streets in New Orleans, I would get down out my bed. Oh, yes, I would. And I would go down on my knees. And I'll say, God, you told me to remind you of your word. You said that the seed of the righteous shall be mighty upon the face of the earth. God, you said that you was going to save that child and set her free. God, you said that you, I reminded him of every promise that he had given me for her. So we went through the first year of college, and the second year, I didn't know whose child she was. And the third year, I was going to make her drink a whole bottle of holy oil. And, and then, the, the, yes, and then the fourth year, I began to see a change. Just a little, a cloud the size of a man's hand. And sometimes, people of God, we're not going to get the full picture all the time. But God will show you that he's moving on something by giving you a cloud the size of a man's hand. So I don't know who I'm talking to here tonight because the Holy Ghost surely wouldn't have wrote this, that your child needs you to pray for them more than anything else. They don't need the nagging. They don't need you telling them off. They don't need you telling them off. God needs you on your face praying for your child. And you got a war for your children. That's what holiness calls you to do. See, I refuse to let the enemy have my child. So if it meant I laid on my face all night long, that's where I was laying at. And do y'all know that God did that thing? Everybody say God did it. This year, she graduated from Xavier University on Mother's Day weekend. Not only that, she came to me and she said, Mama, I'm not going to smoke marijuana anymore. She said, it just, it just makes me sick. Do y'all know that's what I told the Lord? I said, Lord, let it make her sick. I said, every time she thinks she want to puff, puff on it, I say, God, let it make her sick. But see, that's what living a holy lifestyle will do. You'll have the ear of God that you can lay on your face and call out to God, and he'll show up and respond for you. Because not only did the, the Lord deliver the child, she got up and got her job now. I said, well, look what the Lord has done. And she's come back with such a spirit of reverence, where once she had this pride about her, this I, I say it the way I want to say it, and I would go, oh, watch your mouth with me. Respect the call of my life. Watch it. You want to be careful about how you handle the anointed people of God. And she's come back with such reverence, people of God. And so what I'm telling you, parents, is sometimes, as my husband say, your child might go over the curve, but God ain't going to let them go over the cliff. He ain't going to let them do it because his word is out for your children. And so you have nothing to fear. 
For the Lord your God, he shall uphold thee with his righteous right hand. And so when it looks like a whirlwind, when it looks like it's just shaking, you can't figure that thing out, that's the time that I get on my knees and say, God, you got to help this mama because my heart is broken right now, God. This ain't the way I saw this thing going, God. This is not how I determined, thought that this was going to happen for me, God. And in his still, small voice, he'll speak to my inward man, and he'll let me know that everything's going to be all right. So I know I'm talking to some people in this house tonight that you got some situations that you just not sure how these things going to turn out. I'm telling you, first of all, to line your life up in a way of holiness so that you can move the hand of God for your prayers. Because, see, I don't want to wake up. I have a prayer line that I lead and, I don't, and some other ministerial leaders here. I don't want to wake up at 4.59 every morning praying and, and God don't answer. I might as well just stay in the bed up under my cover and pull that blanket over my head and say, hey, let's get this sleep on. But because I've committed my life to intercessory prayer, I want to live where I know I can move the hand of God. I want to know if one of you call me and say, I need you to touch and agree with me about this thing. We can go to the Lord and touch and agree on it and believe by faith that God's going to do it. I can't tell you all the miracles, the signs, and the wonders we've seen at 459 because the people of God rise up every morning in holiness and believe the Lord to do a thing. He says in his word in Psalms 133, oh, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Do you know that when a church comes together on one accord, the enemy don't stand a chance? No, he don't. Because the Bible says in that seventh or eighth verse, the Lord wrote, for there I have commanded the blessing and life forevermore. The enemy doesn't stand a chance. When you live a life that's holy. And God tells us in 1 Thessalonians 4 and 7, for God had not called us into uncleanness, but unto holiness. And so I want to encourage you tonight to do just that. I want you to know that there's a lot of things that the enemy pulls at to, to redirect your attention. But I need everybody to realign your thoughts tonight. Realign the way you think about things tonight. Your endeavor is for you to live holy because he can't do nothing with a holy lifestyle because he know the moment you pray out the word of God, it backs him up. It exposes the enemy. And the Bible says he'll not have you ignorant concerning the enemy. Least you fall prey to him. And so you want to live a lifestyle of holiness. And you say, well, I'm, I'm holy. I'm clean. but you don't respect your leaders in your church. I'm holy, I'm clean, but you rob God and don't give him what he says do his. I'm holy and I'm clean, but I'm really not going to talk to Sister Cupcake. I really don't do her like that. We just don't melt. We don't gel like that. I'm holy, I'm clean, I'm going to look at Miss Brownie's husband because, you know, he really is handsome and he cute. And I've, I've been, I like that suit he had on Thursday night. Did you see him Thursday? He was real, it was real cute. I'm holy. Oh, it's in the house because the Lord wouldn't send the word if it wasn't. 
And so God is looking for a church that will rise up in holiness. Because listen, you can speak in tongues, you can pray down the house, you can do all of that. But if you're not living holy, you do not have the very DNA of Christ. And so I want to encourage you tonight when we talk about power, prosperity, hunger, prophecy, all the things we hear in spirit-filled churches, message, deliverance, all of that, it's got to be on the platform for holiness if you're going to be holy. It's got to be. But it's got to be an individual thing. I can't stand up here and worry about what lady trying to look at the speck in Lady Kathy's eye. I got to say, Lord, search me. And should you find anything that's not pleasing to you, God, help me to get it right. And sometimes getting it right means starts with an apology in your own home. Apology is a good place to start in your own home. And so we're living in the times where there's an absence of holiness and there's a presence. Did Pastor Scott just say he's sorry to you? I saw him lean over. Oh, oh, you, oh, Lady Kathy, do you need to apologize? Oh, okay. Well, we're going to leave that alone because I don't get in married people's business. But anyway, okay. We will let them figure that out at the house, okay. And so I want to encourage you tonight. Laughter does good like a medicine. The people of God need to learn to laugh. In the times we're living in, you got to get it in a good laugh. Yes, you do. And so we are, we're, um, holiness is a porter to pure power in our lives. It's holiness. It's a porter. But there's two porters I want to encourage you to watch. I want you to watch your ear gate and watch your eye gate. We see way too much stuff now. Do y'all know y'all can go on the internet and pull up anything now? Just in especially those of you with children, you really need to be watching their phones because they can just pull up anything now on the Internet. But people of God, when we're talking about holiness, there are some things that holiness, you're not going to be able to walk in holiness with, okay? Watching videos that are inappropriate, not holy. Encouraging the use of drugs or alcohol, not holy. You know what's a real big one going on right now? And I know this because I worked for 89.3 KSBJ radio station and one of the big conferences that I won't call the name to because I think this is being live streamed. Um, that weekend for that conference for the radio station, the hotel where all of the people of God stay for the conference is the number one weekend for pornography out of the whole year for the hotel for the Christian conference. Holiness. See, you can show up in here and fake it and shake it with Pastor Scott and Lady Kathy and all the other ministers and pastors that are in this house tonight, but God knows. And so don't do it for the sake of, for someone else to give you a kudo and a pat on the back. Do it because you want to live right for the God who so loved you that he sent his only son to die on the cross for you. Do it for that reason. Because the world don't want you to be holy. They'll show you every day 99 million reasons why not to be holiness. And so I want you to remember this, that 
Holiness is, it, it's, it's, it's not a doctrine in the real sense of it. I want you to know that it, it's a lifestyle. It's, a, it's a, a lifestyle of holiness before the Lord. It's living a lifestyle that is pleasing. And I want to the Lord. And so it gives you an advantage, though, people of God. There are just some things, I'm just being honest, that just come easy for me because I try my best. Now, don't get me wrong. There are days when Pastor Larry gets on my nerves, and I have to watch my eyes and the way I look at him, like, don't roll your eyes at the pastor, and don't say nothing smart to the pastor. Yeah, I have those days. I'm just being transparent. But for the most part, I endeavor to be holy because I want my life to count. I want him when I get to see King Jesus, whatever day that is, because to every man there's a day appointed unto you. Oh, you, you, now you just passing through here. Let's make that very clear. None of us came here to stay, okay? And so I want to make sure that I hear him say, well done to me. And so it has to be a personal thing for us when we talk about holiness. Because, see, people are prophesied to you about a whole lot of stuff. They want to tell you if you give me $39.99, you got a check going to show up for $232,000. If you take this, this bottle of spring water and give me $42, the Lord going to show up and he going to heal your foot tomorrow. And three years later, you still limping on that foot because you didn't go to the sound doctrine of someone that's living in wholeness. Because I'm telling you now, there's no money attached to the promises of God in that sense is what I'm saying. But you can seek God for yourself. Yes, you can. But I want my life to count so that when I show up on platforms all across this country and speak to the people of God and I lay hands on the sick and God use the gifts and talents that he gives me, I want to make sure that the people of God leave edified. I want to know that when I unite my faith for you against arthritis, that in not many days you're going to feel all right. I want to know that when I war with you for your marriage because the enemy came against you, that God's going to restore that marriage. I want to know that when the enemy comes against your child, and you say, I just don't know what's going on with her, that we can war in the spirit for your child, and all of a sudden there's a knock on the door in not many days. That's the kind of lifestyle I want to live. But it's going to cost you something. You're going to have to let go some traditions and let go some generational stuff. You're going to have to let go of some friends. You're going to have to forsake some family members. Oh, yes, you are, if you want to live holy. Because the enemy don't want you to. No, he don't want you to live holy. The many things that the Lord has delivered me from, Pharaoh always try to come back. Always. Oh, he do. But when you live a life of discernment, you can sense him a mile off. So the Lord had to deliver me from fornication. Yeah, he did. And so before I married Pastor Larry, the Lord told me um, that basically just instructed me you need to get your life right you this lifestyle you live in you need to to get it right and so I begin to say well Lord you're gonna have to help me uh with this because I've struggled because flesh won't what flesh won't let's just be real we real folks in here okay 
But I'm telling this for the, for the young children. I see a lot of young adults sitting in here tonight, many of you going off to college in not many years, or some of you already on the college campus. I'm telling you now, you can keep yourself on a college campus. Yes, you can. You don't have to go down there and do the things they doing, because if I know anything that I know about this church, you done been trained up in the way in which you to go. Now, it's up to you to get down there and do the right thing. And so I said, Lord, you got to help me. This is it, and I'm done. I said, God, you got to help me. I, I, I can't overcome this. I can't do it. And so the Lord began to deal with me little by little just about holiness. I want you to work on this right here. Um, and I'm going to need you to let her go and her go and her go. And I'm like, no, they're my girls. We've been together for a long time. And the Lord said, well, they ain't going where you going. So you're going to need to let them go so I can do what I need to do in your life. And then I was like, yes, I'm going over to my spot on Wednesday nights. The Lord said, no, you won't go to that spot no more because you asked me to help you to be holy. So holiness means stay at your house tonight. And while you're at the house, go ahead and get your Bible. And I was like, well, God, I really don't understand all of this. I mean, like this is the word that the Lord has spoken. I mean, like what are you saying, God, what? And the Lord was like, go get your children's Bible. Go get you one. Go to the half-price bookstore and get a children's Bible and lay it down next to this Bible and read both of them together to get an understanding. See, when the Lord, when you get real with God about going somewhere, he'll take you when you get real with him. And so I just want to tell you this. Holiness is going to cost you something, but it's worth it. It's so worth it. It's worth it. Yes, I know there are many uh, family uh, traditions that we do time and time and time again. But sometimes even family traditions, we got to lay them down. You do. You, you may not be able to do everything Maudi and Madea and Mama Deb did they, if, if, if it wasn't pleasing to the Lord. And while we love our grandparents, I love my grandmother, but she was a domino playing, cursing, Beer drinking, that's who she was. I loved her, but I made sure before she got up out of here, Mom, Deb, I want to pray with you. I want to talk to you about this God I know. Because at the end of the day, it's not his will that not any will perish. But see, if you live in a lifestyle of holiness, you can approach people even in the era of their ways. Because the Lord does the drawing. Yes, he does. He'll put y'all together and you be trying to figure out why am I sitting next to this person and why did I happen in this store on all three? But guess what? He wants you holy there too. Don't just be holy at church for the sake of your leaders to see you. When you at the nail shop, when you when you in, out on the golf course with the guys, when y'all out hunting and fishing, he still wants you holy. Yeah, I know it's, it's the boy talk that goes on. I know. Pastor, my husband goes on fishing excursions. Sometimes he goes, he'll come back and go, I won't be able to do that one again. He's like, there's a little bit too much sailor talking for me on that one. Well, listen, if you holy, if you are holy, you holy whether you're on the boat, whether you're in the air, whether you're at the nail shop, if you're on all three at Walmart, if you're at the daycare, if you're at your job, and especially in your home, because if you want to raise holy children, they got to see mama and daddy living holy. And so as I close, 
Yes, I know. I'm a pastor. I said I'm closing about three times, but I really am closing. As I close, I just want to encourage you tonight to live holy. If there's ever a time that the beacon of light is needed of holiness, it is right now. This is the last days. We closer now than we were before. I know you probably saying, we've been hearing that for so long, the last days. I promise you, these are perilous times we live in. Just turn your TV on for 30 seconds and you'll see. Live a life that's pleasing to God. Live a life that causes his light to shine through you so that men might see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Live a life so when you walk in somewhere, they know something different about you. There are many times people just come up to me and go, you're just so different, just the light shining. Because I want people to know about Jesus. I want the man on the corner who got a drug addiction problem, I want him to know about Jesus. Yeah, I want the one with the tattoos all over their face and all that. I want them to know about Jesus. And what I'm telling you, Oak Grove, this is a prophetic word to you. Many are getting ready to come through this back door, and they're not going to look the way you thought they looked. They're not going to smell the way you thought they smelled. Their lifestyle not going to be what you thought it was be. But God is going to send them to a house where they can get a real word and be built up in Christ, that they'll have a family, a church family that will love them. And Pastor Scott and Lady Kathy, as I was praying for the church, I began to see just the multitude of people coming in. And I saw this different uh, looks, Pastor. It was like an Indian tribe on one, and it was a, a different look on another. And the Lord said, that's for the difference that's about to come through the door. It's not all going to be the same coming in here. But God is getting ready to bring forth revival in the land. And I know we've been hearing that, but he is getting ready to do it. He's getting ready to bring revival, but he's got to have a holy church so that when they come in here, they feel love. Yeah, they might stink a little bit, but you got to love them. Yeah, they might have a drug problem, but you got to love them. Because when you're holy, you know that God's called you for that. He didn't die for a clean world. He died for a sin-sick world. And every one of us in here needed a Savior. And he paid a debt that we couldn't pay, but it was certainly one that he didn't owe. God is coming back for a church without a spot, wrinkle, or blemish, and he's looking for a holy people that will be holy as he's called us to be. Believe in the Lord that every one of you under the sound of my voice, that God will do just that. Do I have a minute to pray? All right. So I want everybody to stand on your feet. Mike, I'm going to ask you to come and join me behind me with some more. So we're going to pray, and then I'm going to release you back into the hands of Pastor and listen, I want every eye in here closed except Lady Gina, who's feminine. I know she got to look. But listen, this is a personal thing right here. So whatever it is that you need God to do for you, whatever it needs, there, let there be no hindrance for you. Some of you are needing God to move in your business. Make sure you're living holy. Some of y'all need to do some stuff in your marriage. Make sure you're holy. I want to pray with you. Come and grab my hand. Make sure you're holy. Ha, shake it up, I need some oil. Uh, Minister Misty or Lady Cat, uh, Lady Chris, can one of y'all come up here? I need the, someone come open the oil for me. Is this? So, Father, we just unite our faith right now. God, even as he was walking up here, God, I begin to sense your healing virtues. Hi. 
I begin to sense your healing virtues, God. Father, you're touched by the feelings of our infirmities, God. And God, we declare your healing virtues to him, God. Complete restoration to his body, God. From the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, God. Renewed strength to him, God. Supernatural strength to him, God. God, when he goes back for that next appointment, let the doctors be in awe of what you've done, God. Because you are the Lord strong and mighty, God. God, you're the Lord mighty in battle, God. Yes, you are, God. And healing is the children's bread. You said, I am the Lord God that healeth thee. And God, we, we declare your healing to this vessel, God. It must line up with the word of God. That by your stripes, this man of God is made healed and whole, God. We thank you for healing him, God. We thank you, God, for moving mightily. We thank you for a miracle of healing in his body, God. We thank you, God, for moving by your spirit. Thank you, Father, for moving. I hear the Lord say, man of God, in not many days. He, I hear him say, you press through. Yeah, you press through on the days when you want to give up and you, the days when the tears flow when nobody saw them, not even your wife. Uh-huh. The Lord said, I saw your tears, son, and I'm coming in not many days. For with complete restoration in your body, said the Lord. I don't know, but I see you running. In not many days. I see you running. Glory to your name, God. Oh, we bless your name, God. Superseding doctor's reports, that's what I hear. I, I supersede doctor's reports, uh-huh. I know what they thought and what they said, but I'm the chief physician, said the Lord. And I shall move for thee in not many days, said God. Ye shall be healed from the crown of thy head to the soles of thy feet, said the Lord. For you have been found faithful, faithful to persevere, pray, faithful to stay the course, said the Lord. And I shall move for thee, said God. For I have heard thy prayers, and I've seen thy tears. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name, God. So we're going to pray real quick. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. I want, um, thank you, Holy Spirit. Devil, you're a liar. I want um, Sam. Sam, is Sam here? Uh, Kim's son, Sam. I want to pray for you. <clears throat> so Sam, one morning, I don't remember what morning it was, but I didn't, I gave your mom, you mind if I announce you, okay? I gave your mom um, a word that the Lord had given me, and I, I want to give you this word as a caution for you, because God is getting ready to open a big door for you, young man. I'm talking about a door that's going to change your whole family's life. Not, not just 
Not just mama and daddy. Where is mom and dad here? Mama, I want you to come up here. Is Emma here? Emma, up, up here. You stand right here with your mom. So what I want you to hear from me, from the woman of God, is I want you to stay humble. Because this thing got so many zeros behind it that it'll, it'll cause folks just to go off the map. But what I want to caution you about that the Lord had me warn for you in the spirit is females. I, I just got to give it to you. I want you to be real careful about what you attach yourself to. Because some packages come attached to you for the season that they see God getting ready to move you into. Does that make sense? And where God is taking you to, Sam, everything can't go with you. It can't. But what you getting ready to sign in not many days is not just going to change their life. I see it changing your whole family's life. I mean, I, I see like, ha, she cut it up, koshata. Ha, glory to your name, God. But what the Lord is saying to you is to stay, stay, stay humble. Stay humble. Is, I, I want Zach down here next. Stay humble. Stay humble. Because the Lord is getting ready to do something so big for you. And don't you forget about your church. You, I'm going to say this to you. You make sure every month when this check come in, you write us for this church. Because this is where it was birthed at. This is what built you up. This is what, and don't forget mama and daddy who sacrificed. Because God is getting ready to do something so big for you. It's one of those life-changing things that people be like, did that really happen? I want you to know this if you don't know. My mother, Alice Hall, she prophesied to Jalen Hurts, who is the quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles, and he's Larry, my husband's cousin. My mother prophesied to him when he was five years old and told Jalen, I see you in the NFL. Jalen is one of the highest paid football players there is in the country right now. Oh, yes, it is. Because when God speak a thing, he'll do a thing. I don't care what they try to do. So what I'm telling you today is stay humble. And every time you get a mic in your mouth, for every door he opens for you, and every time you tell God thank you for these thousands of scholarships I see over your head right now, for all of this money getting ready to attach to you. I'm going to say this one word because I don't want to get ahead of God, but you write this down in a book somewhere. The word I see God seeing around you is major. Major. So I don't know if that major is attached to a sport, and if it is, you can put the two together. But I want you to know that God is getting ready to move really big for you in a big way. But don't forget who gave you the blessing. Don't forget it was he that opened the door for you to do it. And every time you get a mic in your hand, Sam, I want you to exalt the name of the Lord. I want you to start off by saying, I want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Because nobody, and remember this, he that had begun a good work in you, he will complete it. And he that opened the door is calling you to be holy. And holy going to mean you want to let some friends go and some girlfriends that might want to be your boo, but they can't go where you're going because a price has been paid for you. And God is calling you to that right now in this season of your life. And see, God got to be able to trust you with the little before he'll give you the big. 
So show God that he can trust you with the full ride scholarship so that when you get about your third year in and this major league team come looking for you, God can trust you with that check you're going to sign one day because you've been faithful over a few things and he'll make you rule over many. I hear the Lord say, keep running, keep moving. Delay doesn't mean denial. A turn one way don't mean that God's plan for your life changed. Pick yourself up and keep moving, Emma, because God called you from your mother's womb. Yeah, he did. And sometimes we might step off the curve, but the Lord ain't going to let you go over the cliff. So now what God wants you to do is build yourself up in his word so that you can move forward with a plan for your life. Because God got a great plan for you, and he didn't change it. He's not going to erase it. He's not going to white it out. He's not going to do all of that. He wants you, Emma, to line up your life so that it honors God, and he gets the glory out of your story. I want you to forget those things behind. Oh, the devil is a lie. He's a liar. I want you to forget the things behind you that the enemy tries to hold over your head and hold your thoughts captive. But he's a liar. I declare you free from every negative thought, every stinking thinking. You a liar, Satan. We declare the blessings of the Lord on this child and make it rich and has no sorrow to her. We declare God free in her mind, God free in her soul, God free. She is free. You're a liar, Satan. We thank God for the freedom that is in the Lord. Pick yourself up and move on. You keep doing what you know to do right. When you do your part, God going to do his part. And Kim, I'm telling you, your children going to make y'all, you and Jason, happy glad. Oh, I kind of see y'all kind of like a little bougie family. I Just, just kind of what I see. I don't really, I'm not even close like that other than the love we have for each other. But God getting ready to rock y'all world. He getting ready to rock your world because you've been faithful to train your children up in the way in which they to go. You brought them to church when they didn't want to come. You put them on the Easter program. You put them little dresses on them and them socks. You put them, they working in the church, and God getting ready to honor them for that. And because of that, you and your husband's life going to be blessed because you did it God's way. Where's Jada? I was just about to call. Where's is Mike in here? Mike, I'm going to ask you to step down here, man of God, for a second. So, Zach, you're another that the Lord has had me praying for, uh, for just the influence um, that is on your life. I told you this before, and I see it again. I see a pastoral mantle on your life. I do. And sometimes as kids, that's really not what we want to hear. We like, mm, mm, okay. God's getting ready to open some doors for you too. Scholarships, scholarships on top of scholarships, on top of scholarships, on top of scholarships. Mom and daddy ain't paying nothing for college because God getting ready to give you a full ride. <laughs> but here's the caution. 
I want you to be very careful about where you attach yourself to. Be very careful about that, especially as it relates to girls with you. Um, I want to say this the discreet way that I can. Make sure that when you're dating someone, if you're dating now, or if you're thinking about dating, make sure that she honors the God that you honor. And make sure that her ways don't pull you from your God. And make sure that her lifestyle is pleasing to your God. Because, see, Zach, when God opens up big doors like that, if you're already attached to something, or already uh, your lifestyles are already intertwined with each other, and then the Lord opens this major door for you on the football field for you, but you got this baggage that you got to carry with you for the rest of your life, it changes a lot of things for you. And so I want you to know God's getting ready to bless you in a huge way. Oh, yes, he is. In not many days, God's going to go before you a very unique way. I see the Lord doing something like this, like the state of Texas is going to honor you, a state representative or something. It's something dealing with the state because I see the state of Texas there. But God's getting ready to move for you. You, too, are going to be another one that's hugely blessed financially. God's going to bless you so big it's going to change your family's life. But I want to caution you. Every time you get a mic in your hand, you bless the Lord. You tell the Lord thank you. And every month you make sure a check get wrote out to this church because a lot of the fruit that's been built up in y'all is because two pastors laid their lives out for the church and gave up it all for to come in here and make sure that you guys were trained up, built up in the Holy Ghost, slayed in the spirit when you needed to be. So when you get out there to that side, because see that side, Zach and, and Sam, they don't want you talking about Jesus. Do y'all know how many times Jalen say they tell him, we're going to turn your mic off if you say Jesus again? And Jalen say, well, I'm going to say Jesus, so go on and turn my mic off. Because I know it was the Lord that gave me the highest paid salary there is in the country, so I'm going to call his name. And so when they turn his mic off over here, Jalen gets five other endorsements over here to make up for the money for the mic they turned off over here. Because, see, when you honor God, he's going to honor you. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. Oh, yes, it is. And God is no respect of person. And so I want to tell y'all this. I hadn't shared this with y'all moms. But I've asked Jalen to be covering both of y'all in prayer. Because I told him the vision that I had about both of y'all, which I'll give you more when I can give you more. But I told him based on the fact that my mom prophesied to Jalen when he was five. And I'm telling you right now, God's getting ready to do big things in both of y'all lives, both of you. Don't let the enemy get in right here. No competition, no jealousy, none of that. Because the Lord got enough to bless both of y'all real, 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 real good. Do you know how special you are? Do you? You do. Do you know, no, no? Well, I want you to know you're real special. And the Lord has called you with a Deborah anointing on your life. And at some point, I want your mom to stop into Amazon, a half-price book, and I want you to get a Deborah book about Deborah, the prophetess Deborah, because you have a Deborah anointing on your life. And sometimes, Jada, the enemy will come against you with, with self-esteem. He'll try to make you feel like you look different. You don't really fit in. But he's a liar. 
And I want you to be bold enough to keep singing the praises of God, keep declaring the word of God. I want you to do just that because God got something real special for you. You're going to be a beacon of light on the school campus. I'm telling you, yes, you are. That's why the enemy tries to come against you in little small ways, try to make you feel different. People got something to say. I just want you to go blah, 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 blah. Because God has a call on your life, child. Oh, yes, you are. You've been called from your mother's womb. And the enemy is afraid because he know that when Jada get in the full ram, when she gets right there where God is going to take you through, it's going to rock his world because you're going to be bold as a lion. You're going to say what needs to be said. I see you kind of a little sassy in the spirit, a little sassy, but you're going to say what needs to be said and say it with boldness and the enemy can't stand that. But I'm declaring to you today, child of God, that God getting ready to build something up on your inward man that's going to roll up out of your belly. You're going to prophesy. You're going to speak words way beyond your years because God has called you to do so. I want you bold with your little cute self. I want you bold as a lion. When it's right, you stand for it. And when it's wrong, don't have nothing to do with it. I want everything around you to feel special. That's what people tell me about Lady Rhonda. Everybody around you feels so special because you make everybody feel so special. That's what God has called you. You're going to be a beacon of light that's going to prophesy to the nations, and I won't take it back. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I feel Jesus. I feel Jesus. I feel Jesus in this place. And my soul does burn within me. I feel Jesus in this place. So holiness, I want every one of you this final prayer. We're going to do a corporate prayer, and I'm done. I want every one of you to make it a, your own declaration out of your own mouth today to ask the Lord to help you to be holy. Have your way, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So there's somebody in here tonight. Have your way, Holy Ghost. It's going to be a bold move tonight. It, it is. But the bold move is about to... to to, to just destroy the enemy's yoke tonight. It, it's, it's, there's a marriage in here that's going through. And I'm talking about going through, and you've been so quiet about it, and you hadn't really said much about it, but you've, you've contemplated some things that are contrary to the word of God about it. And listen, if you need to catch me in the parking lot before I get in my truck, just catch me. But if you're bold enough to shut the enemy's mouth, 
I want you to make your way down here. There's a marriage in this house that needs the strength of God. This thing you've been suffering in solace. You've been going through. You're just pressing through. But I want you to know tonight. Glory to your name, God. Hallelujah. 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 I want you to know you just gave the devil a black eye. Yeah, you did. And listen, people of God, let me say this to you. Don't be trying to figure out what's going on with them. That ain't none of y'all business. Okay? They were bold enough to come down here. Be bold enough to hold them up in prayer. You don't need to know what's going on in their house. You don't need to know who wrong and who right. You don't need to know. But I want you to know that the spirit of the Lord is real. So much so that he sent the woman of God here. To break up the fatal ground and loose the bands of wickedness that will come against these marriages. So I want everybody warned right now. I want every eye closed. Everybody's eyes closed. I want you to war in the spirit like it's your marriage. War like you broken. War like you hurt. War like you need God to move tonight for you. God, we thank you. Thank you for the victory to stand, God. Ha she ha ha ta ba ba. I hear the Holy Spirit say, "Keep standing." He sha ba 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 sata. Keep standing, daughter. Ha she ke ba ba ba. I've seen you. I've seen you. I've seen you. Said the Lord. Keep standing, ha. I've seen those secret tears and secret places. Said the Lord. But I'm coming through, ha, with complete restoration. It's gonna be better than it ever was. Better than it ever was. Better than it ever was, said the Lord. Oh, God, we thank you, God, for this man of God, Father. Break up the battleground in his mind, God. Pull down the high places. God, touch him, God. No stinking thinking. No low self-esteem, God. God, build him up on this most holy faith. Oh, God, that he'll cry out to you in the midnight hour. God, he needs you. God, he needs you. God, he needs you. He shaka ba 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 sata. She ka ba 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 Oh God, we thank you. Ha she ka ba ba. He shall not a boko shata. He ka ba 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 sike. Ho koda da boko shata. God, restore God. Restore God. Restore God. God, renewed strength to her, God. God, she needs supernatural strength, God. Oh, yes, she does, God. You're touched by the feelings of her infirmities, God. We declare your supernatural strength to the woman of God today, God. Do something new for her, God. Renew her strength, Lord God. God, give her a war cry. He Give her a war cry, God. War cry. She won't let go till you bless her, God. She'll stay in your presence till you bless her, God. 
she had it up God, you ordained this marriage. Yes, you did. For great works. I hear the Lord say great works, great works, great works. You've ordained this marriage for great works, God. Pull down the high places that were trying to exalt itself, God. Pull down the vain thinking, stinking, God. God, help today, God. Send your help out of Zion today, God. For these, your people, because they love you, God. 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 You are their refuge and their strength. Renew strength to him, God. Renew strength to him, God. Build his in with man of God. Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water, God. Build him up, God, in your word, God. Build him up in your presence, God. Build him up by your power, God. Build him up, Lord God, that he'll faint not, God. That he'll faint not, God. you to know the fact that you were bold enough to come down here and to declare the works of the Lord. I want you to know that the devil is mad. Oh, yes, he is. Sarah and Bubba, God's doing something special for y'all. The enemy came against y'all in such a rough way I see in the spirit, just a rough way. But God said, keep standing. He ordained this marriage. Yeah, he did. Yeah, the devil sometimes make y'all feel like, mm, I don't know, maybe not. But divorce is not an option in God. You fight for each other. Bubba, you fight for her, and Sarah, you fight for him. Bubba, you war for her, and Sarah, you war for him. And when the thing get a little rough, guess what? Lay on the floor and war together. But back the devil up off of y'all. Because when two will touch and agree on a thing, God will do a thing. Yes, he will. When two or three will touch and agree on a thing, so back him up. Bubba, I see a covering. You're the covering for your home. And so God wants you to spend some time with him, Bubba. I want you to get up in the morning when Cutie Pie may still be asleep over here. Now, she's going to get on this prayer line. But you, if you get up before her, but I see you kneeling before the Lord in like a room. I want you to start spending some time just you and God. Just you and God, Bubba. Just you and God. If you don't even know what to say, just be obedient. Because obedience moves the hand of God. It's one of the greatest forms of worship we can offer. Just be obedient. So the woman of God is telling you today, I want you to start getting up in the morning. When he wake you up, maybe before you go to work, give yourself an extra 15 minutes. You go somewhere quiet and get on your knees. And if you don't say nothing, just say, Lord, speak to my inward man. Because I want God to build you up in the Holy Ghost. But see, when we get built up in the Holy Ghost and our inward man, we speak a prayer language to the King of Glory that nobody understands, not even this cutie pile here going to understand it because it's between you and God. But it's going to help you to fortify you in some areas 
where the enemy has tried to fight you over and over and over again. But I hear the Lord say, tonight that thing go in because you getting ready to war a different kind of way. God wants you to war in a different way. And you can't war with Sarah. God wants you. You're the priest of the home. You're the covering of the home. You rise early. And you pray in that closet for 10, 15 minutes, just you and the Lord. Put your hands out, get on your knees in complete surrender. Allow him to minister to you. You acknowledge his presence, and you get up and go to work. And I'm telling you, Bubba, and I won't take it back. God get ready to do something miraculous in your life for you. You're going to look back and go, who was that man that used to think like that? Who was that man that used to feel like that? Who was that man? Because you've held that for too long, Bubba. You've held on to that baby. You, you put a blanket and a pill in there. But God telling you to kick the whole tent down today. Take the tent down. Take the pillow out. Pull the blanket out. Because God want to do a new thing for you. God's going to do it. 10 minutes every morning, you and the Lord. This ain't got nothing to do with cutie over here, but everything to do with you and your God. And when you get real with God, Bubba, watch God flip your life. He can ready to flip your life. Oh, yeah, he is. It's some stuff you've been holding on to that just a little manly thing. Well, it's just the way men do. God said, no, I want more of you. I want less of you and more of me. So that 15 minutes of surrender in that closet or this room or wherever this is, I see you kneeling. It's just your way to say to God, I hurt you. And the word of God says obedience is better than sacrifice. Believe the prophet and so shall ye prosper. I want you to believe me. Believe me for 15 minutes with the Lord every morning. Watch him shift your life. In not many days, I'm coming back down here. I ain't got to preach, but I'm going to come down here because I'm going to see you get up in the church and tell them what God did for you. see just an inward struggle here. Inward struggle. Not a bad struggle, but just an inward thing. Just some inward things. You, you hold a lot. Oh, if you could see the stiffness I feel in the spirit with you right now. But God says he's well pleased with you, son. Listen. The world marks may not line up, but you want to please God, and that's what matters. Pleasing the Lord. So when the business get a little slow, just keep pleasing the Lord. When the contracts don't come through, just keep pleasing the Lord. Because God has a way of making up for that. He'll put you in a slingshot that'll take you way to a place and space you never ever thought you were going to. Because you believe God more than the word. I want you to, this internalize and I see you doing, I want you to start to be free to let some of that go. Just let it go. Sit on the back porch with some worship music on. Cry when you need to cry. Because crying is cleansing. I know they tell the boys, boys don't cry. But in the presence of the Lord, I want you crying. Because see, God has a way of working in our inward man that cleanses and break up some stuff that just, and it's not necessarily bad stuff. There's not always a sin, but it could be a weight. 
And the Bible says to lay aside every weight and sin. Yours ain't a sin, it's just a weight because you internalize a lot. But the Lord wants to move for you in such a way. I see God blessing y'all business. Are y'all still in business? God is getting ready to bless this business. Huh? She cut it up. God is getting ready to give you a divine connection. It's going to come through a source that you never even thought. And they're going to be a mouthpiece for y'all. It's like I see somebody running, telling somebody about y'all. And this contract is coming with some money to it. Stay the course. Stay faithful. Keep loving each other. And don't let nothing separate y'all. Nothing. Not family. Not family. Not friends. This is ordained by the Lord. And what God is joined together, let no man. And when you get to the point to where the naysayers begin with that, that's the people y'all don't want to be with. You want to be around people that's fighting for your marriage, just like you are. And what I'm saying, I'm not saying it's a fight between y'all. What I'm saying is make sure you connecting with people that can edify y'all and build you up. You don't want to be with people that's pulling y'all down where you're trying to go up. But God is getting ready to move for you because the enemy has been fighting in such a way that you're like, whoa, what is this? This thing just feels heavy. It's different. I've never experienced this before. But I hear the Lord saying that I'm moving even in that. I'm moving into change, Sarah. I'm moving to turn some things around for you. I'm moving to enlarge your territory, man of God, and increase your borders. God is getting ready to bless y'all financially. Remain faithful in the house of the Lord. Remain faithful in prayer. Are y'all praying together every day? Every day. I want prayer every day. How many years y'all celebrating your marriage? It's at some time at 22. I don't care if it's 322 or 422 in the morning. I want y'all up praying together. Yeah, that's real early. But the Lord early too. He said, oh God, you are my God. And early will I seek you. Uh-huh. That's what he said, man of God. Yes. But listen, it could be at night. Make it 9-22, 10-22. But do it as a signification of the years that God has blessed this marriage and show God you're real. I want y'all praying. When the enemy come against me and pastor, we pray. When I be feeling like, go on, move in the guest room because I'm tired of you right now. Go on, go on down the hall. We, we go to prayer. We war together. I see Pastor Scott and Lady Kathy back there looking. Y'all going in, y'all warring tonight? Okay. So listen. I want y'all praying. Pray together because it builds, it forges a hedge. One of the things my mother-in-law, First Lady Evangelist Barbara Linton Cossey told us, she said, build a wall of prayer around your marriage because the enemy won't stand a chance. And the chance sometimes is just us. Sometimes I'm my worst enemy with Pastor Larry. I'll just be walking around the house thinking crazy stuff. And he'd be looking at me like, all I said was good morning. You, what, what was all of that? You see what I'm saying? But prayer changes that. It builds a, a space in your house because you want your children to sense the presence of the Lord in the house because y'all got mighty men of valor coming up in this house. God's going to use your children, but he's going to fortify their parents so that they can build these children up so that when they go out to the world, they built up in God. Praying together every day. I don't care if it's two minutes. 
join hands and pray together before y'all go to bed or when y'all wake up. Don't miss a day praying because prayer changes things, but it also changes people. God bless y'all. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Well, God bless you all. I'm going to release the mic back to Lady Kathy and Pastor Scott, whichever one is coming. Thank you all so much for having me here. This has been wonderful. I want all of my 459 ladies to stand. If you're on the 459 prayer line, everyone else can be seated for just a second for me. Everyone else be seated. If you're on the 459 prayer line, I want you to stand up in the house. Y'all look at all these prayer warriors in here. Look at all these prayer... Yes, I see Tracy back here, sunshine and bright, y'all. Praise God. Well, thank you for the open invitation, Pastor, to come here and minister as the Lord would have me to be encouraged, go forth, but above all, live holy. God bless y'all. So I have a uh, favorite song that Mike does, and uh, tonight, whenever she said she was going to sing Holy, 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 he asked me which one I thought she would sing, and I said, well, of course, she's going to sing my favorite, but she did not. So before we leave tonight, would you stand with me for just a minute? No, no, you didn't. You'll know next time. I'll get you trained. I'll get you trained, sister. You keep coming. I'll have you, I'll have you all raised up. <laughs> I want him to sing this tonight before we leave because uh, I just, I love this song. And I'm convinced that when we get to heaven, I think the Lord's going to say, Brother Mike, come get this guitar and lead us in holy, holy, holy. Let's sing this tonight before we leave.
Amen. Amen. I also want to apologize to Diana. I had her scheduled to sing tonight, and I went brain dead. I don't know what happened to me. I've never done it before. But, I, huh? You want to? All right. Well, you can be seated. Be seated for just a moment. So. Just figure it out as we go.
I really feel like this is a prayer of intercession. She's interceding. No, step here. She's interceding for Jana. So we're not going to wait on interpretation. We're going to go ahead and sing tonight. So. had a time tonight or what what a day in the house of the lord y'all all sitting down like you want to keep going <laughs> 
Stand with me. Let me dismiss you. Stand with me tonight. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord God, for you have poured into our lives today, God, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. My God, we thank you, oh, Lord God, that you have made this truly a day to remember, Father. And God, we just thank you, Almighty God, that this is one of many days, oh God, to come, Lord, when thy kingdom shall come and thy will shall be done and the world shall see that Jesus Christ reigns, King of kings and Lord of lords. Thank you, Lord God, for expanding our tents, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for expanding our territory, God. Thank you for the glory of the Lord, filling every heart and mind and soul by Christ Jesus. And may he be lifted up above all things, O God, and may he receive all glory. Father, we thank you through these things, O God, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, we pray. Amen. Amen. Take your time. Be friendly. God bless you. Amen.